Content burnout is a very real thing. It's one thing I keep hearing from you again and again. But for me, what's helped me out the most is bringing joy in the process. Welcome to the Spicy Chai Podcast. I'm Mara Kimthiaz. I host this podcast and still work a successful and fulfilling nine to five. My guests are content creators just a bit ahead of you. You will hear about their struggles and wins. Learn from their mistakes so that you can avoid making them. So grab a cup of spicy chai and let's get started. This is the word that I've actually learned from Aaron Baker. I used to hate saying the word joy. I used to say, oh, it's fun. It brings me happiness, but joy, oh no, we can never do that. So today we're just going to talk about that. How can we bring more happiness, more fun, and more joy in the process of content? Welcome, Erin and Jen. Thanks, Mara. Thanks oh, for having us. Of course. So to start off, what are your initial thoughts? Well, I'm going to start with, I want to ask you, because I remember this conversation you and I had several months ago, and I said, what are your thoughts on replacing your favorite quote, was chase excellence and success will chase you, replacing that with chase joy and success will chase you. And I remember you had this very I was initial reaction like okay and then you're like wait no 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 so I want to go back before we even talk about content creation and joy and be like what was your immediate reaction to the concept of joy that had you so avoidant of it I always thought of joy as something that would lead you to homelessness or something that would you know if you were having too much fun you're not doing things right. And I didn't even think of it as fun because I like doing things that are more fun. But it was like, oh, if I'm so much in the practice of joy, that's weird. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're not as invested. You're relaxing. That's when you relax and don't do anything. That's when you watch Netflix and, you know, eat your favorite biryani. That's joy, but that has nothing to do with business. Business is different. Content creation is different. It can be fun, but it can't be joyful. So that was my reaction to it. Like, oh, no, no, no. I don't know. Why would I chase joy? Why would I chase a place where watching Netflix all day. So what's joy for you now? If we're going to tell everybody out there, you know, hey, chase fun, chase joy, chase happiness. What is joy for you? It's this place of inner calm and peace. Mm. And sometimes I do get it from watching Netflix. And sometimes I do get it from eating biryani. Not all the time, but you know, sometimes they do. And it's this place that I'm actually really enjoying being in. It makes you like want to continue living life one day at a time. Not wanting to worry about the future, not worrying about the past. It's just you're living in a state of joy. Now, I'm able to achieve that every day? No. <laughs> but the days that I do, I'm like, oh, today was a really good day. I was really feeling good. And those are the days when I feel like, oh yeah, because I was really embracing the joy in my life. That's how I think of it now. It's still a work in progress though. I'm not going to say, oh, I've perfected it, but that's how I see it. On that note, you wrote a full book on joy and you weren't <laughs> even thinking about it. I remember you talking about that it wasn't even on your radar. So no. why don't you talk about that a little bit? What got it on your yeah. radar? Yeah. I mean, I think this is an important thing because I, I think joy is such an important part of any endeavor, content creation, business, all of that. And the word was, yeah, not in my vocabulary. Like you, Marek, didn't have any relevance to business. I have a friend, his name's Niyama Shang, and he was telling me a couple of years ago, he had this world joy movement. And I was like, oh, that's nice for Niyama. He's a <laughs> yeah, good for really, really, <laughs> really cool guy. He's got a smile that like his whole face lights up. And I went, oh, that's cool for you. But then I started actually looking into what does joy mean? And when am I like, successful in my business? When am I happiest in my business? And I started to realize when I started to put the language together, it was all joy. And for me, I love how you say, you know, it's inner peace for you. What I've learned is joy is different for everybody. And we all have a slightly different definition of it. We all kind of don't know how to put our fingers on it, but we all know when we don't have it. For me, joy, and I think this is really relevant to the content creation thing, is joy is about when I'm really deeply connected to me. And 
that means I'm being myself in that sort of really cliche, authentic expression way, but I'm really being myself. and I really like myself and I'm expressing, I'm kind of in a place of curiosity about the world. I feel creative. I even have the courage to take risks and do things that I normally wouldn't. And so there's like a space of being sort of in flow. And I find... Yeah, with content creation, I see that as such a key mm. to being able to put yourself out in the world every day and to really keep yourself from burning out. Yeah, and that's for sure. But how do you get there? Like, you know, for me, it was a lot of healing work, conversations with you about Joy and Jen, like, you know, and it's just still working on like, this is okay. This is normal. This should be part of the process. And I think part of me always thought that joy was ridiculous because I always thought like hippies being really like joyful, right? I'm like, oh, to be joyful means to be hippie-ish, right? Like you kind of are enjoying your life, but you know, you might not have any money, <laughs> you know? So it's just like, that's how I correlated it. Um, mm. And I think that's where I was like, oh, if I'm joyful, I won't have any money. If I'm joyful, I'm homeless, you know? But it's hard to get to the point where you're like, no, none of that is true. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to hear what you guys have to say about that. I'll tell you briefly for me, it's experimenting. And it's like one tiny shift at a time. I didn't just all of a sudden look at everything I do as a business owner and content creator and go, I'm just all, all in and I'll join now. That was just way too much for my nervous system, right? So, and there was a lot of healing I did there. It was like, where can I choose joy in one area and see what happens? And then where can I choose joy again and see what happens? And where can I choose joy again and see what happens? And I slowly started seeing oh, things are better in whatever better means, whatever metrics for success when I choose joy. And so I just at some point was like, all right, well, I give in. I'm going the joy route. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the irony, isn't it? You chase joy thinking that the risk is that you're not going to have these like external results. The irony is that oftentimes those results really only come when you embody that joy, you know, so it's like the getting there through that joy. Yeah. And I think you both are touching on something really important, which is something that resonates with me a lot and it's this idea that joy it's not like a head thing you can't like think yourself into it joy at least for me is something that comes from listening to your body like listening to my body what i need mark you had mentioned like netflix can bring you joy sometimes other times yeah. it doesn't bring you joy so what that points to is like the netflix is not where the joy resides where the joy resides is in you. Like, what do you need? What's your body asking you for? You know, is your body asking you for rest? Is it asking you to go out and dance or to take a risk or go connect with somebody or, you know, a million other things? And I think that probably beyond the scope of this conversation, but I know us <laughs> three, we've had these conversations many times about what could be at the root of this. But suffice to say, in our world today, it seems to me that we're so many of the, the messages we're getting is to ignore our body and to really follow our kind of our mental, our intellectual headspace. Like, what is that telling us to do? And unfortunately, I think it's kind of like divorcing us from the joy that's like in us or accessible to us when we do that. So... Yeah, a lot of big claims we'll have to circle back to, but yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because that's a big part of what I talk about in my book is joy is a full body experience and joy is about listening and tuning in to our bodies. And that's what makes whatever we're doing, if we're talking about content creation or running a business or being a leader in a company, if you want to be in something for the long term, you've got to tune in and listen to your body 
and follow mm-hmm. the joy. And a lot of what burns people out is when they say, I have to do, I have to consistently show up every day or, you know, I have to show up this many times a day and I have to write if it's content creation. I have to write about these certain things. I can never break free of them. And none of that is tuning in to what do I feel like today? What am I inspired by today? Do I want to share today? Do I need a break? Do I need Netflix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's true. And you know, what I love about what you both are saying is listening to your body, right? And that is such an underrated skill, like being able to listen to your body. But how do people even start that process? I know for me, ways to do that. Here's one of the things I want to say that's really, really important. So many people have good reason to be disconnected from their body. There are people who have physical trauma in their past. There are people who have had things like eating disorders. So any sort of reconnecting to your body should be from a space of what feels safe for me. Mm. And if it's something that doesn't feel safe, it's okay to do practices with a professional, like a therapist or a personal trainer or something else, or to ignore practices that trigger those parts of your body that are, are upset, right? So for some people, meditation is a really bad thing because it makes them really anxious. Don't go meditate. Mm-hmm. For some people, doing any sort of body scan where you feel all your sensations brings back past trauma. Don't go do that. But there's lots of different things you can do. Dance, we talked about already, right? Meditation, going out and being in nature, any sort of mindful sensory stuff. I often give clients homework to go do one new thing with their senses every day. So that could be putting your feet on the ground or smelling the roses on a walk or getting a piece of candy and just focusing on the taste of the candy as you suck on it and feel all the textures. So there's just Lots of little ways, just thinking about engaging different senses in a safe way. Oh, I love that. That, I know. I love those examples. You said something earlier that I was thinking about and you said, you know, so, so many people don't tune into their joy. Like, do they want to show up today? Um, Do they want to share today? Um, What would you say to people um, that would say, well, if I were to listen to myself, I wouldn't create any content. So then I would say, why are you doing it? Are you really tuned in deeply to something you want to do? If the answer is there's still a deeper desire for content creation, then there's a fear in the way. That's not tuning into your joy. That's following fear. So go back to why. It's a very Simon Sinek concept. (laughs) Go back to why you're doing it in the first place. And if, if it's all about shoulds and supposed tos or something that you think is the smart thing to do or... You know, a lot of people in my space and in entrepreneurship think it's something they have to do. Of course, they don't want to create content. But if there's something you like deeply down desire to share with the world and then you don't want to show up, then, okay, let's look at what's in the way. Is it fear? Is it, oh, you need rest? I mean, some people go through seasons. I know people who go through seasons of they post every day for a while and then you don't see them for two months because that's how their inspiration works. They just know that about themselves. That's so true. That's something I'm learning about my style for sure, where I'm just like, I want to go all out for two months and then I want to take a three week break and I'm trying it out. It's working really well, you know, and I'm feeling inspired to just continue going versus before it was like, keep going, just plan in advance, schedule, batch, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, when I started this Mm -hmm. podcast, it was a weekly podcast and then I decided, nope, I want to do seasons. (laughs) Seasons work for me. So yeah, that's very true. I think I even um, I heard Simone speak about how she goes through periods of depression and she builds that mm-hmm. into her business. Like this is mm-hmm. going to happen to her. She knows it and she 
builds it in. That's what kind of inspired me. I was like, oh, wow, a seven-figure business owner builds in depression periods into her whole strategy. That, I mean, that says something, right? Yeah. And a couple of things I'll say on this as well is, so first of all, I, I don't know if any of your listeners are going to relate to this, but I know myself, what will often happen is I will hear something like this type of conversation like we're, mm-hmm. we're having right now about having to get into your body, tune in, you know, all of these things we're talking about. And I will almost use that as a reason to beat myself up a bit when I'm not mm-hmm. able to follow through perfectly. So if like tomorrow, I'm not self aware the whole day about what my body is doing, the past me would definitely feel a bit of shame or a bit of guilt, at least around that. So one thing that I will say is that this whole thing that we're talking about is a process. And in a lot of ways, it really is like everyone's life to get to know who you are, know like what's happening in your body and really honor that. It sounds really easy. It's a lot of pretty words, but the actual work is hard. And some of the things that Aaron was talking about, some of the, the ways that you might be resistant to it, those are very real. So we are not giving you permission to beat up yourself. You do not do any of this perfectly. I love that you mentioned that. that. I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I'll say is kind of more, I guess more on like the tactical level, but something that's helped me a lot in this process. And I have a feeling it's going to help some of you guys out there too, is that Somebody very wise once told me, and I don't even remember who it was, but they said, never worry in your head, always worry on paper. You can also expand that to be like, never process in your head, process on paper. There's something about the process of actually like going through some of these thoughts that you might have about content creation, for example, like, why don't I feel like doing it? When was the last time I did feel motivated? What is my body telling me right now? It's really easy to wrap yourself in in knots. If you just go around and around in your head, if you don't have like a journaling practice or if you don't regularly like pull out your computer and write down your thoughts, whatever it is for you, maybe this is kind of your sign to try to incorporate that a little bit more consciously into your day to day. It doesn't have to be perfect again, but I've at least found a lot of clarity in doing that and realizing, for example, some things that I think I'm just ready to just quit. I don't like it anymore. That's what my head's telling me. When I really work through that stuff on paper, I realize like that's really not what's going on necessarily. Maybe what's going on is that I just haven't, I don't know, seen the sun in three days. <laughs> like not to be dramatic, but that kind right. of stuff. Or maybe I haven't connected with like a couple people that that really used to like light me up, whatever the case might or be. Or lack of you know, water. It's gonna Sometimes be different. Like- that gets yes. like dehydration. Yeah. Oh, how much water have I had? And so processing that and getting it out of your head and then to something else can be enough to give you a little bit of clarity and it makes it kind of takes it down a few notches, you know, for those of us that might be prone to uh, dramatics, I'll say. And I'm in that <laughs> camp for sure. <laughs> I love that. We can totally end this there unless you guys have any final thoughts. No, I'll just say this is a big topic area and we're just scratching the surface. Absolutely. Burnout is a big thing, not just in content creation. It's a, it's just a really big thing. And I will say on top of following your joy as a content creator, you're putting yourself out there every day. And that's a lot on your nervous system. Your brain might be telling you that everything should be fine, but your nervous system may be in freak out mode. So be gentle with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. If you find yourself tired, or if you find yourself wanting to run away and hide from posting, or if you're sitting there one day and you just can't for the life of you come up with content, it's probably because your nervous system is just having a little bit of a moment. Just be gentle and compassionate and remember you're a human, not a machine. 
Beautiful. I mean, I'm pretty perfect. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about, Aaron. But <laughs> <laughs> speak about yourself. I'm pretty, uh, any final thoughts from you, Jen? I don't think I can top what Aaron just said. I kind of wrapped it up so perfectly. Yeah. I think that, again, this there are so many offshoot conversations to have with this, but I think that bottom line, that is the one thing to always come back to is like, this is a very human experience. There is no one on the earth right now that hasn't experienced burnout in some capacity, you know, for some reason. So you're in good company and it tends to be something that, I think a lot of times people will kind of keep it hidden because there is a lot wrapped up in it. And there's kind of this sense of like, I shouldn't be feeling that way. You know, whatever those thoughts are that you have. And I guess just take this as, as that message that like, it's a very human thing. And just because a lot of people may not be talking about it doesn't mean they're not experiencing exactly what you're experiencing too. So keep that in mind. Be kind to yourself. I love that. I want to say the thing Glennon Doyle always says, we can do hard things. <laughs> that's my go-to. And we're on a journey, but that's another segment, <laughs> another podcast episode. Um, but yeah, listen, you on the other side of this, just letting you know that if you are facing any kind of burnout or you know what, just don't feel inspired today. It's totally human. Like Aaron and Jen and I just talked mm-hmm. about. It's normal. We go through that. And just know that you are awesome and you're perfect. So until next time, you got this beautiful. Well, beautiful, it is my hope that this podcast has inspired you to create your own podcast. Remember, you don't have to quit your 95 to do it. And if you found value in this podcast, you're going to love my free training video on how you can get started today. DM me the word spicy chai on LinkedIn and I'll send it over to you. Until then, lots of love from your favorite. You got this beautiful.